Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Six. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT Podcast. Blink. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Do you know what, Tom? I really love that that little laugh that you do, as though as though we just did something really, really funny. <laughs> Click. Yes, we did. We did. It's like, oh my god, this is so we're losing our best life. How hilarious! Clink, right? I'm just like trying to did bring you the just energy. Know, you know, energy, energy, energy. Hey everyone, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it going? Good, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm following your footsteps, Balo. I'm trying to get back into fitness and working out and stuff. Oh, Tom, don't. No, don't, don't bother. Don't bother. Don't, don't, don't try do and emulate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back it up. I've been hey, to the gym. Find your own thing. Be your own person. Tom. Been to the gym every day this week. I'm doing okay. Yes. You know, feeling positive, feeling good. It's a real psychological effect. I find like a few trips to the gym and I just start feeling better oh my god like yesterday we had a workout at the gym mm-hmm. you know because we're those kind of people oh my gosh i hope that you all don't think that we're those people that just talk about going to the gym and we're being gym bros fitness. basically we're you know? totes, totes mask for mask yeah we're just i mean mm. i used to like hang around people and just hear their conversations <laughs> and all of their conversations <laughs> was around protein shakes macros yeah. crossfit mm. wad amrip i mean we're not those kind of girls we just i just generally like to look good <laughs> and in order for me to look good, I need to fit my clothes. And I have specifically bought myself clothes that are a bit smaller than they should be because I, because I'm like, well, what, what, what am I going to do? Walk out nude? No, I have no <laughs> choice but to fit into these clothes in order to walk out of this house. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my strategy. Yeah, yeah, in order for me to exist outside of these doors, yeah. I need to fit the clothes. I and enjoy, that's why I work out. I enjoy wearing clothes that are too small for me. Tom, look. You know I love you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lots of love. It's a given. Yeah. I think that you should start wearing my clothes. Um, you know, suggestion noted, but ignored. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks you... for writing in. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I was trying to say something without saying it. Yeah. Like, did you? Yeah, you you heard you heard me because lot apparently last time I was a bit mean telling you that you'd put on weight when you did. I it, what you said was laden with subtext, but I don't care to delve into it right okay, now. Okay, cool. You know what? Crop tops are in. It's summer. <laughs> I know it's, it's not supposed to be a crop top, but it looks like a crop top. Once my abs come in, I can rock oh, a crop top. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep an eye on your Instagram stories. Mm. As soon as you get them, do you want to put it up there? Mm. Do you want a, a bit oh, of... Challenge accepted. A bit of niche casting and mm. a little bit of fishing. Fishing for more mm. viewers. You fishing know, for more likes on Instagram. See. We did actually promise a thirst pick a long time ago. We did. Well, we no one's no it. one's like followed up. No one's gone like, oh, where is it? So obviously it's, it's not wanted. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe oh, if you really cele- celebrate a certain Instagram milestone or something. What? 500. Run Five, away. 500. Fo- well, you know, your the Instagram is, is growing. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you're doing, but it's, it's going in the right direction. I, you're putting the posts on Facebook and I think it's bringing people to the Insta. So yeah. Thank you. thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend (laughs) and a colleague. 
Uh, what else? Well, we've been gymming, we've been eating right. We've been doing our best, haven't we? Really yeah. have. Cut down on drinking, which I probably shouldn't like say on the podcast because that's like the whole theme at Splint GNT. Tom, I don't... Have you ever podcasted without a drink? Because I'm always on and off it because obviously my I like to give health hmm. a, a, a good... It's happened occasionally, but generally, even just like a, a small drink just gets me in the mood and just like loosens me up, you know, you know, mm. you know, and I deserve it. I work hard. I, I go in between. Sometimes I'm drinking. I am very black and white. Mm-hmm, you like are. Tom, you know what I love about you and other people is that they can do things. They can say things like, oh, I'm just going to have a glass, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to have a glass. I'll just have one glass with dinner or I'm going to go out, but I'm, I'm going to I'm only going to have one glass or one pint or just, you know, one cocktail. I can't do that. I can't. The second it touches my lips, it is game over. <clears throat> I'm going. Did you see that? My, my throat just got dry talking Ooh. about. <laughs> sorry. My throat got dry talking about alcohol. I was like, oh, sudden, cocktails. Sudden <clears throat> there, aren't you? Sorry. Mm. As I was saying, I can't <laughs> control myself. The second alcohol touches my lips, the second that wine with a cocktail touches my lips, I'm all in. I'm invested. Wherever we are, um, uh, I'm already thinking I'm Ubering home. <laughs> there is there is no way that I can stop. But you can. So that's that's the issue. That's kind of the difference with us. Well, you know, it's something that can be learned, I think. Self-control. Anyway. I mean, you should have seen me on, on the social media days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> so, talking, about, talking about that. Someone from... Um, oh, my God. Here we go again. That jam. Oh, wow. With those people... Uh, I was wondering where he'd been for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen them. Should I message him? But like, we're not really, it's so awkward because have you ever been to something that you go to regularly, whether it be like a, a daycare and you see someone that you regularly see or <laughs> if you, go to the daycare. or no, like anyone, wherever they go to say, it could be uh, rugby or soccer or right. you're taking your kids somewhere or, you know, you, you go you to the park. Have, like acquaintances. That yeah, where well, you have acquaintances. Mm. So they're not like, like really your friends but their acquaintances but you see them all the time so there was it was that kind of situation i was wondering where they where they've been and they came back and they said oh they had tested positive yeah, for okay. um COVID. a covert so they had to stay and i was like okay bitch you have my instagram yeah we don't talk outside of it but you mm. we follow each other on instagram you could have messaged me and let me know that you had to positive, we share a barb out every morning. We breathe and we sweat on each other during the workout. Mm. You sh- I felt like you should have told us. You know, like back in the days when, I mean, not I don't relate to this at all, but when you're test positive for like an STD, you had to tell everyone that you'd been in contact with, hey, I've just tested, oh, yeah. I just tested positive. Can you, can you please go check? And the conversation went something like, Contact hello, whore. <laughs> um, so I was pure before I met you. And apparently I tested a positive for something. So, um, <laughs> you know. I was half a virgin when I met you. <laughs> I watched a patroness, a horse. I was like, I was like, that's what you had to do. You had to call everyone and let them know. You, you, hey, guys, I just tested positive for this. Like, he should have done that with Quite me. seriously, your gym should probably have a contact tracing system. Okay, yeah. To be honest, but there we go. Um, Shall we get on to the world of Drag Race? Sure, why not? There are things been going on this week. Um, One thing that really interested me was, um, because obviously I'm very active on the medium of Instagram, 
Um, and Coco Peru, legendary drag queen. Love her. Who we've seen all kinds of things. Will and Grace. Um, Tu Wong Fu. Tu Wong Fu. She's been like, for, for, for decades, she's kind of been like the go-to drag queen. If you want a comedy acting drag queen in like a mainstream show or film, hasn't she? Yeah. Hilarious if Willem's available, obviously. Mm, well, her CV may be even more extensive than Willem's, who knows? I think Coco Peru, before Drag Race, mm-hmm. in terms of working commercially yeah. as a drag queen, I think Coco Peru was up there. She was one of the most recognisable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even if you didn't know her name, you knew because she, she does the distinctive... She, they jokingly call her all one wig, don't they? Because she's got the, the flip, yeah. flippy red bob. Yeah. Um, so Coco Peru, um, I think what originated it was, I think Bianca Del Rio... Um, I think I saw this as well firsthand. Bianca Del Rio posted a picture of her and Courtney um, just on Courtney's birthday. And Coco Peru put underneath, um, suddenly I'm humming the tunes of Beauty and the Beast um, underneath. <laughs> Obviously funny drag queen shade, right? And they're, they're great friends. So, of course, like, who, who would who'd bat an eyelid of that? Well, many people would bat their eyelids at that, apparently, to a hurricane force. Poor Coco Peru was inundated with, with comments telling her what a pathetic loser she was for abusing poor nubile innocent Bianca Del Rio of all people. The irony. The, the irony. Absolute, I mean, I've taken a couple of screen caps, but it's just the... the most oh, wow. Come on, Shea ig- Mm-hmm. The most ignorant kind of crap. So somebody said... Um, Maybe he's in on your jokes. I have no idea. But to my assessment, it's rather obvious that you're an opportunist that is trying to ride desperately on his fame and coattails. Hmm. Coco Peru. The ignorance. And somebody else said, Miss Coco Peru. Okay, for real. Who even are you, lol? Hashtag never heard of her. It just shows... Hashtag jealous merch. It just shows the kind of people who have access... Yeah. To RuPaul's Drag Race. And it shows that there's such a difference between those who are a fan of the show, mm-hmm. specifically the show, yeah. and those who actually are a fan of the art yes. or the history or, you know, not even if they're a fan, but people who are a bit more, who know drag beyond RuPaul's Drag Race. Absolutely. And it's people, I mean, these, this is not the first time that we've seen these kind of posts, mm-hmm. is it? When, oh, um, when queens who weren't on Drag Race. Yeah. Um, Kiki yeah. with other girls who were, and but they take it the wrong way because they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just these these girls they're, they're hilarious, they're shady, they're raunchy. They often say offensive things. It's proper drag nightlife humor, and I guess this is what you get when drag is mainstreamed. It's the downside of it. Yeah. On the one side, Drag Race has brought drag into the homes of millions of people who wouldn't otherwise have access or maybe wouldn't have even have paid attention before. But the downside is that people who are a bit too ignorant to have a worthwhile opinion are very, very vocal, unfortunately. You know what they say? Empty vessels make the most noise. The hell? That is just the truth.com. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's nothing to do with... Well, it could be something to do with age and youth well that, that was, is... has been mentioned i think i'd probably want to take a little step back from that concept and maybe just make it a bit more about ignorance really yeah. i would say you know it's possible that younger people who love drag race but probably aren't aware of it and the context of it in the sphere of drag as an art form but i, I would say it would be unfair to say it's exclusively younger people i think it's going to be 
ignorant people yeah. you know it's like someone who watches project runway and says they know all about fashion mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they watch every single show of a pe- popular fashion show yeah. and in their mind they're therefore qualified to speak their to speak their thoughts on anything mm-hmm. regarding fashion yeah. but it's really just everything in project runway take that away take project runway away what else do they know do they mm-hmm. know about um linda evangelista not wanting to get out of bed for 10k do they not know <laughs> the drama between naomi campbell and tyra yeah, yeah do yeah. they you know, all these iconic and that's, queens, the, like that's Iman, the true aspect of exactly for me for me that it's just do, <laughs> You're do they, about drama between models yes that's, that's fashion, fashion oh that's fashion look she hits her with her shoe fashion did you know Gianni Versace? Did you even know her? Did you? <laughs> Did you? But and, and these are the kind of people who are doing the comments, the people who are just watching the show and their life in drag or their knowledge of drag is just RuPaul's Drag Race and being a fan of the queens on there or being a hater. I, I would also say that it probably indicates a certain sensitivity online as well that sometimes goes too far like sure sure it's important to to bear in mind people's sensitivities and what might offend people but i do also think that drag queens at times get a bit of a a free pass because it's the nature of dark humor so long as it's funny it's like when they do a roast on drag race if you're funny and the joke lands and you you kind of get away with being a bit offensive santino (laughs) shut your no drag knowledge mouth (laughs) hundred 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 um and I, I do think... And I think sucking off RuPaul, it doesn't qualify you for being a judge of one of the biggest shows. Hell. <laughs> <sighs> Hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all i got to say about that, really. Leave yeah. Coco alone. Leave Coco alone. Coco is iconic. She's legend. thing is, she's, she's having a right laugh with it. She's posting all this stuff. Absolutely. Like, she liked one of your comments. She did. Cause Coco Peru, friend of the pod. Friend, friend of the pod. pod. Friend let's of the talk pod. about energies, Tom. Uh, energy. Let's talk about, let's talk about this, this new uh, concept of new energy with some of the queens. I got a new attitude. I mean, we, we've watched the season. Wherever you watch the episode, it's up on the screen on mm-hmm. the big projector on the 20th uh, floor of this <laughs> yes. um, suite that uh, we well um, equipped suite. that we that we own i own everything um and we're talking about energies and the different kinds of energies that the queens have coming in now sometimes the energy can be fake mm. for example mayhem miller coming in last season let's be honest we have uh, spoken about that haven't yeah, we? yeah i loved her but then as i watch it again i'm like oh she's a bit forced she's a bit too too on she's a bit too like five six seven eight and fake and fake do you know like that that can be the downside of all stars that when the girls are having a second punt at it they're far more aware of the camera's production fan opinion and they edit themselves far too heavily Mm. and i think that was the case with mayhem there was a little bit of a performative sort of persona going on there's something beautiful about kylie's energy so yeah let's talk about the girls in all star six then so let's start with we're talking about changes in energy oh yes go on changes in energy so go kylie what are you seeing oh he's drinking he's he's, he's quenching his thirst i love that the first question you ever ask me ever not how are you is something when i'm drinking because i know how you are i'm basically psychic so what was the question um kylie tell me about the change in energy think back to season two compare and contrast she is i think kylie's always been a i'm gonna say introvert Mm. I think I think she was she was she was quite the introvert. I think she was she was quiet, mm. but there's a confidence in real. There's something real and confident about how yeah. like she's 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 not 
quiet because she shares a secret. She's quiet because there's a confidence and I'll speak when I have something to say yes. or when I want something to be heard, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to... There's, there's, there's no... There's no fakery about her. So is it like but a, then, a do you calm understand? confidence about yeah. her? She doesn't need to be the loudest she's voice so, in the room. She's so chill. She's uh, so like, relaxed. What, what I see in Kylie, I think, is contentedness. That I think that has come from like, well, a decade of finding herself and her transition and um, living her truth. Absolutely. The Kylie we saw in season two, she wasn't like awful by 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 any means she had a few bitchy moments that definitely made it season two is an especially bitchy season like nobody came out of that looking like an angel and it was a great reunion it was uh, so entertaining tyra <laughs> quite iconic thank you Ameri- that was disrespectful america's sweetheart <laughs> remember pandora's read if if you're america's sweetheart america needs a heart transplant mm. um no, but but Kylie, like she, you could see the insecurity in Kylie. She had a few bitchy moments. Um, when um, there were some moments with Mystique, Summers Madison in particular. When uh, Mystique was a little bit picked on by the other girls, I think in season two, she just had a few moments. Um, nothing awful, but like you could tell that she was kind of like regretting some of the things she said, even by the reunion. And I think that probably set things in motion. I think probably seeing herself on screen gave her a few insights into herself and maybe where some of her insecurity was coming from. And she, you know, she embarked upon her transition, um, you know, by the time that the reunion rolled around with season two. Mm. And she just seems like such a happier, more content person. Absolutely. And she just seems so lovely to be around. I just like, she's got great energy. Yeah. What about Raja? I think Raja's another queen who has... It's hard to say. Is it a new energy or is it a new edit? Bit of both. Bit yeah. of both, I think. Because I loved Raja in season 11. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were watching it. This was before podcasting. There was a life when we weren't talking about <laughs> Drag Race in front of a mic. I don't miss it. I don't I, miss it. <laughs> and I used to say, oh, I remember when Raja was voted off. Mm. I was like, oh, who's going to, now what? What's the point of watching? She was funny. She was quick. She was witty. She was shady. She was everything. She, I think what Raja looked back on and regretted a little bit, although, you know, there were various circumstances, was she popped off a bit, a bit in a way that she regretted, like that time with Plastique. And, and that, that was born of insecurity. And I think she probably sensed in that episode that Plastique was getting a very particular edit. Remember, she got the message from Alyssa. RuPaul hugged her when does that happen and it was all building up to plastique getting the win that episode and raja was feeling very very overlooked and that was actually the episode she went home wasn't it it was the um the yeah. um, the farm farm to runway challenge yeah. um i think raja is the girl from season 11 who has made the most successful transition to all star six in terms of like I don't think she's editing herself particularly. I just think she's come in with a better attitude. Whereas with Silky and Akira, I felt they were editing themselves and holding themselves back. Yeah. Silky especially. Silky held herself back. Silky seemed back. almost damaged by her experience. Do you know what? Is that Silky actually came across as... I mean, one of the first things that she said in episode one was, I see, I watched season 11 and I still love everything about me. But that's such a lie. Mm-hmm. Because she had... 
she she toned herself down mm-hmm. so much in All Stars. So I don't I don't understand what the point of being so upfront and bouty bouty. Yeah, yeah, I was all for her. I wasn't seated. I know you guys didn't like me, but I loved me. But anyway, she changed. Like, no, you. I think that was his. Aren't as confident in who you were in season eleven if you're if you're editing yourself so much. Mm-hmm. Whereas Akira, she. I think she painted on a bit too much, not with not mm. with a brush, but I think she had a Mayhem Miller-ish kind of energy in the sense that she did kind of produce. It wasn't natural. Mm-hmm. Na- like, Akira naturally is funny, naturally is witty, and the things that she says is just gold and yeah. lovely and just it's so real. And I think that she knew that that's what she was loved for. She yeah. knew that that's what her far. She knew that people really appreciated that. So she went into All Stars kind of making sure to hit all of those notes, but mm-hmm. it wasn't natural. It was put on. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Raja kind of reminds me a bit of Roxy Andrews and All Stars 2. It's just like she came in and she was like, do you know what? Like... I'm just going to chill and not let the competition get to me this time. Go try and enjoy my experience a bit more and just showcase my talents and let's see what happens. Mm. I think, I, you know, that's what that's who she reminds me of. Anybody else who there's been in like a notable shift? I mean, Eureka, I think, is quite a successful example of like, do you know what? What I learned a little bit about myself when I saw myself on TV. Yeah, sometimes people might consider me a little bit much, but that's me. But also I do have to exist around other people. So maybe I'm just going to have a little bit more awareness of others without dimming my light. I'm wondering if Eureka went a different route. I don't think that she watched herself back and said, oh, maybe I talk too much. I think she read the comments. I think Mm. that she read the comments and the reactions of other queens and people to who she was. Because I think that she's watching herself going, I am the big elephant queen. Yes, I was fine. (laughs) Uh, It was, it was all the vixen's fault. But I think, I I think that she, she's no, she's fine with all of that. But it's, what people are saying afterwards mm. and, and, and Reddit and Instagram and Twitter. I think that's what's making her self-edit. I don't think that... I think that she loves who she is. I, I, and she I, should. I, I do too, but I also think she does have a better awareness of other people's voices in the room, which is a good thing, you know? Okay. Pandora, I'm just thinking about Pandora. I think her energy is like fairly similar to season two, but very different to All Stars 1. I think she took a lot from All Stars 1 and she's like, do you know what? I'm aware that this is a game. I'm aware that the production plays certain tricks and I'm just not going to let, I'm not going to be a stroppy cow. Pandora is just one star above Angina in the sense that she's come back mm. with a lot of hype and expectation and realizing shit, it's a different game. Mm. This is not the same game it was ten years ago. I, I, I wouldn't compare it to Angina. Angina was totally spooked by I her. I said return. one star above. Thank you. I don't think they're even in the same constellation. Mm. Mm. I mean, they're neighbors. They're absolutely neighbours. Same galaxy, not not because she's just been. I mean, you you can put a drink on her. She's coasting. She really is. Well, you know, part of the, part. Of, I think she's, she's not even coasting. Well. Like she's drowning now. She's drowning. 
She's, I, th I think she's been doing a really good job. I just think a lot of that is in the editing and the judging. Look, let's get into this next episode. Let's get because, into the episode Yeah, now. I do want to say that Pandora, if, if Pandora doesn't win this challenge, which is the Snatch Game, mm -hmm. this episode we already know from the ads, it's the Snatch Game. Of Pandora love. needs to win this. If but, she doesn't, then there's no reason to keep her. And I say that with respect because the hype around Pandora was more so around the Snatch Game. Yeah. Yeah. So keep it. They're, they're like, well, you know what? You did such a great snatch game. It mm -hmm. was iconic. Fine. Yeah. That's what's making you worthy. But if she doesn't show up at the snatch game, <laughs> there is no other reason to keep her. I would agree with you. I've, in my head, I've done like a quick little like hierarchy of who I think is going to be successful in snatch game. I think Ginger's going to be great. I'll ask for your thoughts. Let's have a quick look. And we are back with the Snatch Game of Love. It's episode eight. Why do you think they've waited so long to air Snatch Game? Usually it's much earlier than this. I, I don't know, actually. And I think Snatch Game works better with at least about eight girls. I think eight is like the perfect... I've said this before. I think eight's like the perfect number because you need interactions. And this is why I don't understand Snatch Game of Love either. Why in an improv game that's relies heavily on interactions would you separate the girls into two groups they can't interact i think it's, not only I think it's that, absolute lunacy not only that they really can't interact that much with the person that they're supposed You're to be right. interacting with, with because it's a war there mm -hmm. look i'll be honest with you i'm not a i'm not a big fan of this next game of love i Never like mind. the original format i, I think this next game of love is stupid don't mess with it it's fine they've done snatch game of love twice now haven't they and it just it it for reasons already mentioned i don't think it works as well as conventional snatch game. it doesn't work it doesn't work well, anyway so it's the snatch game of love i'm going to fast forward it to the announcement look with just to go about a jan i'll miss jan i think she's a fabulous queen but like i think it's the show really messed with her I think I like, think they brought her on deliberately to get another Madonna reaction, to get another yeah. like deadpan, if my life, if my drag type thing. I think that they they knew that they could easily manipulate her. Definitely. They could easily toy with her emotions, and I think they were building towards that. I think the producers absolutely wet themselves with glee when they had the <laughs> where they had the, the Alyssa, the Alyssa shaking absolutely. Of hands. I think they were hoping to send her into like a full blown dissociative state or something. The poor thing. But so, do you know what? She handled it with grace and dignity. So. Lots of love to you, Jam. Yeah. So let's fast forward. They have the Snatch Game of Love. And yeah. that has been announced. That's what we're going to be looking at today. It's what everyone waits for. Yeah, I mean, we love Snatch Game. So let's let's hope that the girls' performance exceeds the format today. Great. So what I want to do, we're going to say who the girls are doing and mm -hmm. then our predictions on how they're going to do quickly. Okay, quickly. Based on what... Or how they've performed in the past. Okay, mm -hmm. so Ginger's doing Phyllis Diller. We didn't even have to talk about Ginger. Ginger's going to do well. Ginger's she has always done well in every acting challenge, in every Snatch game, to my opinion. I think yeah. she is a phenomenal actor. She's trained. She is a professional. 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 So Ginger, to me, is someone that's going to do great. She was joint winner of the Season 7 Snatch game as Adele. Yeah. Um, and she was solid in the All-Stars 2-1 as Tammy Faye Mesa. She was just overshadowed by the likes of Alaska and Katya. And she was phenomenal in AJ and the Queen. 
She was. She's she a was. Actress. Phenomenal. I love her. I mean, there's very high expectations for Jack. I don't know Phyllis Diller very well, but she seems like an old school comic, maybe a, in the same vein as Carol Channing. Yeah. It's yeah. another example of, you know what? Sometimes we're not going to know anyone, but they have to make them funny regardless. They have to make me feel like I know her. Mm-hmm. So basically do things that are repetitive that lets me know, oh, that's what this person would do. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, make it funny. I mean, we do the same thing basically for Jagger to Spania we knew no one <laughs> but we were like okay I'm guessing that this is who that person was supposed to be and I laughed what it seems to be is that the, this lady Phyllis Diller will be a really good vessel for Ginger to channel her natural quippiness exactly mm-hmm. exactly Eureka's gonna be divine very excited about that again, again Eureka divine. Eureka has was great She was kind of the runner-up in the season 10 Snatch Game, wasn't she? Aquaria was just a a little bit better, really, but... Surprisingly, right? Yeah, I mean, big surprise. And again, the surprise, like like Tatiana winning the first Snatch Game, I think the surprise factor helped her win. Not to discredit her, she was fantastic. Yeah. So she wasn't in the season 9 Snatch Game. I feel like, I was thinking, hasn't she done Divine before? But that's because she channeled the character of Divine for the Evil Twins Challenge in season 10. Yes. But her evil twin was basically divine. Kill she, everyone. What What are the iconic kind of quotes from Divine that you think we, we're oh, going to hear? I'd find her so hard to 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 quote, but I do. I, I love her in Female Trouble, Pink Flamingos. I've seen those films. I just can't bring quotes to mind. But she's she's like. She's just an icon. She's the queen of filth. Um, Eureka's going to do great. I think Eureka could channel her beautifully. Pandora Box. I mean, she she sees it herself. The reason why people loved my Carol Channing is because I was the only one who knew what we were doing. There we go. But, like, she did it very, very well. Um, again, like, she could have won the first ever Snatch Game, but she was... the Tatiana didn't necessarily overshadow her, but she had the surprise factor. That mm. gave, nobody expected Tatiana to be that funny as Britney. Um, scurvy mm-hmm. i'm the national <laughs> spokesperson for skeptics against scurvy raspberries um she was adorable as carol channing absolutely um, so she's bravely going for quite a different character in kim cattrall do you know what kim Cattrall's inherently funny i think she's a good choice i was hoping pandora would do a first and actually revive carol channing <laughs> she's already done it once this season though she was her in the super bowl but then she could have talked about, oh, I was here last time. I was here the first time that you did the Snatch Game. Do you remember? She could have played on there. It's she could a, it's have, an I, interesting look, idea. I think they'd have read her for Phil for that. And also Bob has done Carol Channing since then as well. Yes. I, I think she basically she is going to do Samantha from Sex and the City, isn't she? She's using the actress's name because they're not allowed to use copyrighted character mm. names. Um but I think this should be really, really funny. I think she'll just play on her over-the-top sexuality. Yeah. Pandora's... I mean, her past performances show that she's going to do great in this. And I think this is the, one of the reasons why the producers wanted to keep her mm-hmm. longer. Because they knew that she'd be great in this. And maybe this is her redemption moment. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It has to be. I hope she makes reference to that amazing clip that's on YouTube of her. There's some sort of like interview with her when her husband is like playing jazz and she starts like scatting oh and God. like skilly boop bopping over. You it. showed me that so long ago yeah. and I thought that it was like, you know, a joke. Like it was a parody joke 
And you told me it was real? I, I think she did it with sincerity. I think there was sincerity in her. It was like some like weird beat poetry scatting thing over her son, her, son, her husband playing like the oboe. It was, that is one of the most awkward please, things please to just, watch. Please just go on YouTube and look for Kim Cattrall. It is um, so awkward. Jazz performance. <laughs> that, that was awkward. Oh my gosh. Okay. Trinity K. Bonet is going to be Winnie, Whitney Houston. So Trinity was Nicki Minaj in the season six one. And I don't think she was... No, she wasn't in the bottom two, but she wasn't great. So it was actually just that Laganja and Gia were worse. Trinity, when Trinity talked to RuPaul, I'll tell you when I knew that Trinity wasn't going to do well as um, as Whitney Houston. Because Trinity mm. said to RuPaul, I have performed Whitney Houston 22 times on my national tours. Mm. I've mastered the body language. I've mastered the mannerisms. I've mastered the physicality. And the whole time I was waiting for her to mm. say, you know, I've mastered her essence. Yeah. I've mastered, you know, her humor. Nothing that she said that she had mastered was anything to do with the personality. It was all or about the phys- yeah. It was all about the physicality. Mm. I can look like her, you know. It was, it was very much Morgan McMichael's who wanted to be pink because she could look like pink. But it's like okay, cool, congratulations, you look like pink. Now make her funny, and, I, and she just couldn't. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. She's essentially reverting back to what they thought in the very first Natch game. Yeah, I want I want props for spotting the wig and saying she's going to do Whitney, by the way. Please. Okay, cool. Well, props to Dr. Tom here for seeing the wig and just knowing it was Whitney Houston. Thank you very much. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I I saw it and I I had had nothing. I who have nothing. No, I had nothing. Nothing um, from Wendy Houston, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Really? Really? Back it up. Um, so she's actually the third person to my mind to do Whitney. Sahara Davenport did her in season two. And Monet Exchange Monet did Exchange. her in the in first Snatch, Game, Snatch of Game of Love. Now, she's a tricky person to do, especially because um, she's an icon. Um, she didn't die that long ago. So it's hard. It's hard to make the, you know, close to the knuckle jokes funny. Do you know what I mean? You've got to be brave and you've got to be committed. Yeah. But yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, you have to commit to it. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Do you know what? You have to also kind of let us know straight away which Whitney you're doing. Are you doing the mm. Whitney in her Prime Diva days? She, she looks like- are you doing Whitney in your drug days? Or are you doing Whitney near the end of your life where you're singing really the, bad? The look is like bodyguard queen of the night, isn't it? Era. Okay. So, I don't. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't she, know, Tom. She's probably just going for a recognisable look, and I think she'll draw on different areas. But there we go. Um, you know what? I think she's. I feel she's going purely for the look, and she's going to just sit there and do a um, Tyra Sanchez as Beyonce, yeah. and just be like polite, like Beyonce. You know, she just she's just <laughs> graceful, and she's just you know she just she's regal. And you can't be disrespectful to Beyonce. <laughs> uh, okay, we got Kylie. We got Kylie doing Dolly. And Dolly needs, I mean, Dolly needs to be respected, especially after what Karen from Finance. After what she did to her. Did to Dolly. I mean, you know what? Dolly's probably unsubscribed from Paramount Plus. I'm sure. She's unsubscribed from any, she probably sends sends an email. Dolly will be making no more guest appearances at the finales. No more video. No No, more video congratulations for finales. after what Karen did. Yeah. She wants an apology. Kylie um, 
again, like she she struggled in in her snatch game, but again, it was the first ever snatch game, and nobody really knew what to do. Nobody knew what the hell was going on, and so she just had, kind of did the look. Um, and I, I don't know how much warning they had because it was a bit of a hodgepodge Lady Gaga look. Um, and so she's she seems you know she's learned a lot since then, and she's going to go for somebody she can really channel the essence of. She feels yes. Well, she's really clever. She says she's choosing someone that's very close to home because mm-hmm. she's southern at heart. Yeah, good. That, that's clever. That's what you do. Definitely do someone that you can that is kind of like you already, mm-hmm. so that you can find your ends yes. naturally. Yeah, so that f- they come more natural. They become a channel for your own humor. Exactly. So I think you know Ginger will be an ex- a successful example of. That. I mean, I, I, I just genuinely think Ginger can do any character. Ginger's just really versatile, fantastic. Now, the last one is Raja, and Raja's doing Latoya Jackson. Now, so she actually, Raja never made, she's the only girl here who never made it to her original Snatch game. Ah. Um, and she was going to do either Latoya or Grace Jones. I know that. Okay, Grace Jones. Um, so she's chosen Latoya. Maybe Grace Jones has already done by BB Sahara. She has been done by BB. So maybe that's why she's doing Latoya Jackson. Yeah. And risky one, if you ask me, um, because she's so close to Rue's heart. It's a little bit like doing Michelle Visage. I, Mel Ginsburg. I mean, Latoya Jackson, I find she's just very... Tom, what's the P? What is the polite way of saying um, weird? <laughs> She's a bit of an eccentric. She's just... She's... Uh, I, I get what you mean. Like, Latoya isn't quite on this planet, is she? No. Um, she seems like a very interesting person. Um, she comes... Uh, what I think at the core of Latoya and ma- how you make her funny, I think, is that she's got this sweet veneer, but I think there's a bit of meanness underneath because Alaska hates her. You know, if you ever listen to Race Chaser... Um, enemy of the pod. Latoya is an enemy of the pod because apparently, like when the cameras weren't rolling, she tore a strip off poor Alaska. <laughs> they didn't quite make it to the edit, but she's she tore it to pieces apparently with her look and everything. Wow! So she's an enemy of the pod. This is this is going to be an interesting one. If I'm just to go off how they've performed in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that the tops are going to already, the, the ones who are going to come out on top is going to be Ginger Minge, mm-hmm. uh, Pandora and Eureka. Completely agree. And I think Trinity K. Bonet is definitely in the bottom. I mean, they were, they made quite a point of her struggling with, Rue loves asking, what did you have for breakfast as an improv question? Didn't Doesn't she? She's done that before. Um, I think, was it, uh, who was it? It doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, they, um, yeah, they made a big point of that. So I'm not hopeful for Trinity. I, I mean, Sonique, Kylie doesn't have a good reputation She's got something for being to prove. great. But however, she did really good as Jessica Lange. So yeah. it shows me that she can do some sort of acting. So I, I don't know how Kylie's going to do. If I had to choose another one that might be in the bottom, it would be. Well, I don't know. Raja's naturally funny, so I'm hoping she can just channel that. Raja's, but I don't think she chose the right person to do. Raja's complete wild card. It's hard to know how she's going to do, I think. Let's check it out, yeah? Mm-hmm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, and all those who have yet to make up their minds, <laughs> that was the Snatch Game of Love. We've seen it. We're yeah. going to discuss it now. Now, that was broken up into teams of two. The first team was Gingerous Phyllis Della, mm-hmm. Trinity K. Bonet is Wendy Houston, and Dolly Parton, quick question. which was Kylie. Yeah. H- how do you think they decided it? 
Do you think um, they put a lot of thought into it, or do you think? I, I think nothing happens by accident. It doesn't. In reality TV. Yeah. I think everything is scripted. There's a team that says this is the best way we get... Look, everything's calculated. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Nothing's nothing's an accident. Mm. Everything's on purpose. No, so that's the first team who went up. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Let's indeed. So... First question to you. Mm. Who was the standout out of Ginger, Trinity, and Dolly? Uh, <laughs> I like how you're mixing up the names there. Um... It's easier to say who wasn't the standout. I think there were two really strong performances and poor Trinity fell into the background. Uh, she, I mean, she she fell into a bathtub, she didn't she, during she, that performance, she, Tom? She fell and she, she couldn't get up. She fell in the um, I think it's safe to say that she did what we thought she was going to do, in which she had the mannerisms down. She had exactly. like you know that Whitney vibe, yes. and even the intonation of the voice at times. But they're just where were the jokes? Do you know what I said? I was thinking she would do so well in the snatch game if you only muted the screens. Yeah, <laughs> because so good. she looked like so uh, Whitney Houston. She mm. had the mannerisms. She had the you know the she had the character. Duh, mm-hmm. But she just didn't have anything else. She broke character as well. She kept laughing. She's been very good natured about the whole thing. I want to say this. You know what? Trinity K. Bonet was like, the Snatch Game was something I wasn't going to do well. I'm leading this group. I've got two wins. I'm mm. at the top of the game here. I can afford to F it up today. Can you afford to F it up? But that's though? what she's going in here with. She's gone in here with a security. She doesn't even, I don't feel that she even cares that she stuffed up. I think mm. she's going in there going, yeah, I stuffed up. But you know what? Well, I am on top of the leaderboard over here. I've got two wins. I'm I'm running this game, so I will be in the bottom, sure. But they can't send me home. It would take a brave girl to send her home. Who knows? Manila Luzon got sent home by Naomi Smalls. Yeah. Um, the other two girls I thought were just fab. I think Kylie Sonique really, really surprised me. Absolutely. I think she... The, the character was really well chosen because she seemed to inhabit her. It's like she wasn't like super duper over the top Dolly. I think she could have pushed the mannerisms further. Um, but she was very, very funny. And she just felt like this funny, approachable, sassy Southern woman, um, which is what Kylie is and uh, what Dolly is. And so it was perfect. It's a Ginger Minj and Kylie. Mm-hmm. Knew their characters so well, they did. I didn't see them thinking mm-hmm. of how to answer, yeah, or even thinking about how to be the character I'm in. Everything just felt so real and natural, yeah. you know, natural, and natural in the comedic overacting way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they were great. There was great banter going on between Ginger and Kylie. Yeah, their characters were well. They were just talking over Trinity, weren't they? Oh, God, like Trinity should... What was she? Like she was in the way, finishing. Poor Trinity. Trinity was just in the way of everything. Ginger was great. We, I mean, yeah. I knew she would be. She was fun. She was funny. She actually made me laugh with um, how she was answering for Trinity when Trinity had nothing. Mm-hmm. And then her answer was, well, she has nothing. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously. And then it, when Trinity said, um, oh, I'll slap you, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're snoring. And then Ginger goes, you ought to need a bodyguard. <laughs> I was like, what this girl is killing it's me ginger's natural quippiness and yes. punniness I did, she was really really pun heavy but they were funny now i don't know enough about phyllis diller to know if you know like the semen joke and that kind of thing is that a phyllis diller thing or was she was she pushing the envelope a bit and making her like a heightened filthy drag version of phyllis diller i don't really know either way it was funny her interaction with kylie was fantastic yeah 
Um, I mean, you know, she was chosen. She was chosen by Cheyenne Jackson. Um, but between Kylie and Ginger, probably, I would say both were fabulous. I'd say Ginger maybe edged it for being a slightly more over-the-top performance. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right about that. Ginger was a bit more character-based, mm-hmm. energetic, loud, campy, mm-hmm. what we want from uh, a, a theatre stage, what we want from a drag performance. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dolly Pardon was a, a subtle... It was like Dolly Pardon had become a lady. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure she used a lot of Dolly quotes, but I felt like a lot of the other things that she said were just like quotes that southern, she, southern, southern sayings that she's heard like yeah. you know I, I i don't have to you know just because i'm reading a map doesn't mean i'm going on a trip mm-hmm. that kind of thing it yeah. was it was fun and it was, it was good it was lovely yeah this was a good group except for trinity so uh good on you ginger and kylie yeah trinity but for she me looked beautiful yeah she looked Beautiful. Yeah, you got to be more than just a look, babe. Now the next group was Divine. Uh, sorry, Eureka is Divine. Mm-hmm. We had Pandora Boxes, Kim Cartrell, uh-huh. and then we had Raja with Latoya Jackson. Yeah. Now this group was obviously it was the weaker group. Let's let's start with that. A little bit the weaker yeah. group in terms of making it funny Can- and making it very like. Snatch a game, hilarious, comedic. I think the chemistry wasn't there. That's what was missing in this group. So, like... Oh, my God, absolutely. Phyllis Diller and Dolly bounced off each other really, really well, whereas these three weren't able to bounce. Individually, they actually were funny. Um, and it, But it's very, very hard to pick out one who was funnier. Do you know what I found what? here? Because what era was Divine? What, what era was, was it Divine? She was dressed as Pink Flamingos Divine. She was Pink Flamingo. The, she was the, like... The red, the, can you picture her on the cover of the DVD? Condone. Yeah, yes, with, exactly. With the Condone, cannibalism. Kill everyone. She was that one, and wasn't she? she stripped off. And I think she was basically wearing the, you know, the eggs, 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 that scene. I thought, because Divine, that, that Divine was very... It was, it, it was angry. It was the divine from that like trilogy activist. of like female trouble, um, pink flamingos, and there's another one that's in like a trilogy of filth where divine and John Waters was just pushing the envelope of what was acceptable in cinema. Exactly. And divine's yeah. whole whole gig was just being like the embodiment of filth. Yeah. And so I liked that Eureka. I think Eureka embodied divine very very she well. She looked like divine she, she should so much she should just go off and be a divine impersonator i at was this like time. whoa that was great the thing is this look i quickly talk about um pandora's kim kim pandora's kim was very you know that that lady mm-hmm. and one thing i did appreciate is that she was being that very sexualized lady mm-hmm. without being too sexual and i think that is the that, that very that's very much kim that's very much kim kachal is just oozing horniness and sexuality yeah. without like having to touch her breast or touch down there she just has it in the little like the little shoulder the little uh-huh. the little eye thing the it's little that, mouth twinch I, I think she got that part down i pandora disappointed me one thing i thought was that there were plenty of funny jokes in there but there was something about them that they very they very regularly cut to rue not laughing and i don't think it was to do with pandora as much as it was to do with the edit to be honest and that's my honest opinion i know i'm a bit of a pandora stan mm-hmm. but um 
I when I I can agree with you with some parts of it. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with you with some parts. It's like she said funny things that Rue like deliberately pulled. Like it's a, either you a look for a man, she's that. like available. I thought that was good. That's that, a very good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they made sure that there was no laugh track. Yeah, it was very in it over there. So it's, yeah. So and while Eureka embodied Divine beautifully, and she, obviously as Divine, you got to bring that chaotic manic energy. She kind of steamrolled. Pandora particularly at times. Let's. I, I do want to. This. I, I want to touch on that. Just not yet. I want to just go through the girls quickly. I really want to talk about Raja. Yeah, let's talk about Raja as Latoya Jackson. Now, do you know what I don't like about Latoya? I've just. I've just nailed it. <laughs> what I don't like about Latoya is I've said it before. There's something that makes me uncomfortable about watching adults dress up as babies or adults act like babies. <laughs> Do you remember how we had to talk about how, like, when Eureka and well, Aquaria had that... There was that mini challenge off There was that 13, mini challenge. There was also yeah. that... That made me very uncomfortable. I, and there's something about yeah. Latoya that's very baby-like. She does the little girl tee Yeah, thing. that just... That, that makes me really uncomfortable. Anyway, um, let's go back to Latoya. I, I So, Rue loved Raja's performance. And Raja, I think, put in a really, really good performance. I was really impressed with her. Um, I think she had a really good shtick with the whole like, um, and she 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 got Rue to thank for this. She did the whole kind of like, I love cats, but I'm allergic. She is a clever girl. Latoya very, Jackson very is a clever girl. Like when RuPaul in the in the walkthrough is throwing mm. out nuggets, girl, mm-hmm. you 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 take them, you pick it up. You're like, oh my god, she just laughed at her own joke. Yeah, basically. She, but, a- but that's so shrewd because. Much as we love Rue, she's a massive narcissist. Of course, give her her own jokes back. Exactly, and she'll and that's laugh. it. So, yeah. so when Raja saw that reaction to her <laughs> laughing at that kind of joke, she was like, "Okay, I, I got to do that." Mm. How clever is that? I do want to say this. I felt like Latoya Jackson. I feel like Raja, in terms of funny, was maybe sixty percent funny, forty percent okay. I don't think that she was great 100%. I think she had some great lines. And just, there was just, it was, I'll tell you what was missing. The interactions, the quick, quick banter with other Mm -hmm. people. The, um, the, just, she didn't have what Ginger had. What I'd like to ask you was, was Raja significantly funnier than Pandora? Yes. Oh, okay. I felt. I'd disagree with that. I'd say they were both quite similar, but Rue's reaction was a massive contrast. Okay. Now let's go back to the girls as a whole. Mm -hmm. The reason I feel that this group failed in particular is that how do you riff off or vibe off or have a back and forth off a character like the Vine? It's hard. Who's, it's, yeah. Because every single thing about the vine was murder, kill. <laughs> I wish you killed your parents. Ah, uh, I wish nah. Be like everything was very aggressive. There was no. It was very finite. Yeah. It was very closed off, and it was just someone that was yelling at you, not giving you <laughs> something to hit back. It was a gunshot. It wasn't. It wasn't a volleyball. She was pointing. That, yes. Who wants to die yeah. in the name it was, of us? You know, gunshot. You can't like volley with a, a damn bullet. Mm. No, you can't. Like it, there was no ball involved. It was like a bang, 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 as opposed to a volley. Like, hey, I'm gonna pass you the ball. Hit it back. I I couldn't do improv with someone like Divine. Even that, you. That that energy is just too closed. Yeah. And if I and I think even when the girls tried to kind of, mm. it was very much. 
shut down. And then, yeah, she was a little bit mean with her responses, yeah. wasn't she? So I think yeah. one of the reasons that it worked was because of that divine character. I think she could have chose a different divine to to be or maybe a different character but I mean, that, how are you supposed to vibe that's off the there? most iconic and and recognizable the other divines really would be kind of like mm, um from hairspray maybe um but that's a really specific character edna turnblad edna turnblad um other than that i think a lot of her persona like when she had a pop career and stuff was very much related to that like trilogy of filth kind of persona okay i'm, I'm just saying that it's really hard Mm. I, I would have felt if I was the other girls and uh, other queens in this moment, I would have been that that was it was a bad choice because yeah. I could because we can only vibe off two other people. Mm-hmm. You you are fifty percent of the people I can really vibe off of on the side of that fence. I I you're not giving me anything back. The energy's so off. And I think sometimes, I think eventually the girls were like, I can't really vibe off you. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Because you're gonna... a big shouting monster. Exactly. <laughs> it was, it was, so that's one of the reasons why I think it failed. Yeah, I think you've made a really good point there. Um, I guess like it's a, it's a, not, not as bad, but it's a little bit like the romper room fuckery from um, season four in the sense that things can get a little bit out of hand and people can get a little bit attention grabby and it doesn't lead to good you know, question and answer kind of improv type stuff. Yeah. And somebody like Pandora is going to be quite easily overpowered in that kind of situation, unfortunately, just by her nature. And then Raja, I guess, because the character she was playing, you know, Latoya is on her own planet. So she was kind of like on the other end, kind of doing her own thing. Yeah. Um, it, it was very disconnected. I will say, I will say that overall, out of six performances, I think Trinity was the only true clunker. Yes. Yeah. Um, so and that's good for a snatch game. That's really good. Okay. I just wish they'd all been together. It would have been even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, this again, we've said before, the snatch game of love just really isn't my cup of tea. Cup it's of not soup, my cup thing. Of what? It's not my vodka. It's not my gin. <laughs> I don't want it on the rocks. I don't want it by itself. I don't want any of it. I don't like it. Okay. So for me, the winner this week is going to be Ginger, and mm-hmm. Ky- the top two is going to be Kylie and Ginger. Agreed. Absolutely. The bottom is going to be, and I feel that's how it's going to be planned out, it's going to be Trinity, it's going to be Pandora, and maybe Raja. But if if someone had to be safe, it's going to be Raja. So the bottom Mm. might be Pandora and Trinity. That's just what I feel. What do you think? I'm in agreement with you. I think the true strong players who did Snatch Game really well were Kylie and Ginger. Um, I think Trinity was the only true clunker. Pandora is probably going to be put down there out of a sense of disappointment. I yeah. think probably. It pains me to say that. Raja was actually solid. I do think Raja was good, and Rue's reaction will mean that she'll be safe. Uh, and Eureka just channeled Divine very, very well. I think she'll get some critiques about her interactions, but the channeling was there. Yeah. She, she was she no, she was very, good very as well. a solo artist. That's it. She, she, she was good as a solo artist, but the the thing about the snatch game, especially when there's such small numbers, mm. is that you actually a team, yeah. and your your performance will be made better if you know how we can interact with each other. Yeah. That will make all of you better, or will give you 50 percent more laughs, more engagement, mm-hmm. a, a better performance overall. But her choice. And the way that she performed that was very solo artist, yeah. borderline selfish. Yeah. Agreed. All right, let's carry on. 
You know what? I always wonder if the runways make a difference. Let's see if it does this time because the category is art pop. Pop art. Pop, pop art. Pop art. Sorry, I was thinking Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> is it art pop? No. No, darling. This sorry, time is pop sorry. art. Sorry, sorry. Okay, the first queen to stroll down is Ginger Minge. Now, I do want to say her look, which is like this beautiful comic whiff. <laughs> Whiff, the colors the odd boots it makes me feel like i've read about her in some kind of childhood storybook <laughs> like about the girl going to get a petticoat in the right like all she's missing is an umbrella like i really it took me back to this book about a girl in a pink petticoat and i can't remember but it's very it just it takes me to that place Clearly, I love colours, Tom. She, yes, you do. You do love a, a bright colour palette, don't, don't you? So uh, she's she's walking out in this kind of like modish silhouette. It's very kind of like, you know, 60s YSL kind of thing with um, these this like Warholian silk screen effect with her own face on it. Mm. Um, and I do like the kind of moulded plastic hair, which gives given kind of like Roy Lichtenstein vibes. So she's paying tribute to two pop artists there. And natu- yeah. naturally, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have said that. <laughs> of course, you could. Oh, um, and it, it's you know the sixties is an obvious reference point for for those artists as well. So, uh, you know, like it, it's fun and she looks lovely. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like the look. It makes me happy. Good. And I think it's the colours. It's the coat. It's the hair. It's just something about it. it just makes me makes me smile. Mm. Me, yeah. Now the next queen is Pandora. No, sorry, it's not. The next queen is Kylie. So Kylie looks like Anna Nicole Smith to me, walking out in this, like, slinky floor-length number. And, again, like, a similar sort of, like, Andy Warhol-esque reference point. Um, I think Versace did uh, some Andy Warhol print dresses in the 90s. So it reminds me a bit of that. It's her own, again, her own face kind of, like, silk-screened onto it, isn't it? The whole famous Marilyn Monroe silk screen yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, also the Teletubbies did something quite similar. They did. With screens. On yes. Their... And all four of them were, yeah. you know, different colours. So they, they are fashion icons too. Let's not forget. Of course they are. Of God. course they are. Last pay tribute to in All Stars 1. Um, so yeah, uh, looking gorgeous. And I love this slinky silhouette on her. She looks um, a million dollars. I love this like mullety kind of like 90s Anna Nicole Smith hair on her as well. I wish I knew how to appreciate fashion the way that you do, Tom. Um, this, I mean, I don't know. I don't know fashion. Well, you can, as you, much you as, can tell as if you, you can tell if you like something but I can, or not. Yeah, I can That's tell you that I, I wouldn't wear it. Oh really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I like the color palette. I like I like I like kind of like candy pink and yellow together. And I actually like the the kind of saffron fox stole as well. I think Kylie looks stunning as always. Though. Always. I like this week um she can't be accused of relying on body. She's very covered up. Now we, let's talk about Eureka. So this is incredibly similar to Ginger's. Um it's basically basically the same concept. Do you know what if they did um the makeover challenge family resemblance and they're standing right next to each mm-hmm. other. I, I mean, tens. Well, who, tens who is the mum and who's the daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's so interesting that I guess like the reference point, the most obvious reference points for pop art that springs mine are going to be Roy Lichtenstein and Andy Warhol. Mm. Uh, it feels like that's what the, a lot of the girls have gone for. So again, uh, a modish silhouette, high hair. Um, give me, I think Moschino did a very like modish runway full of color. Um, yeah, again, it looks gorgeous, but just incredibly similar to Ginger. And again, the, the hair and the makeup are very in keeping with the 60s vibe. But I also love that she's got that blue, what is it? 
It's like she was dipped in Smurf blue paint <laughs> and then put on Ginger's coat. I, I is it latex? Her, hmm, she's a bit shiny, isn't she? Yeah. I think her color palette's a bit more restrained than Ginger, which I, I like. Um, she's gone very primary colors, whereas I think Ginger yeah. was a, a bit more. I mean, another amazing look by Eureka for me. I like it. I even Me love too. the pearls. The pearls give it that. They're like Madge Simpson pearls, aren't they? And then she's got the same pearls on her ears. Mm. On her ears. See, see there, Tom? And it's like we got Pandora Box, yes? So the third I mean, girl. This is called <laughs> The Return of the Kimono because she also has a cape with her face on it. No capes! <laughs> I, I, yeah, so again, modish silhouette. Very Mary Kwan, 60s kind of silhouette. Um... I again, she silk screened her own face onto it, referencing Andy Warhol. I, what I like with Pandora's is that she's elevated a bit with the the Royal Liechtenstein kind of fascinator and handbag. Yeah, and there are clever references to her own name. Clever references to her name. Yeah, yeah. so it's cool. And Liechtenstein, Liechtenstein. Dark, yeah. darker color palette than the others. Yeah, mm. I like her. It's very similar to Eureka and Ginger's, but it's a darker color palette. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. like it's, I agree. It's it's nice with the 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 headpiece mm-hmm. and her Pandora box box. Yes, clever. So if you she's. Ask me. I think that's very witty. Very witty. <laughs> very witty. Yeah. <laughs> the last queen that we can talk about is Miss Raja. There's two more to talk who's, about. Oh, sorry, two more. So let's talk about Raja with her Dolores Van Cartier Whoopi Goldberg purple mink coat from Sister Act 1. Very that. See, my fancy references come from movies. Very good. (laughs) Movies are important. Uh, Trendsetters when it comes to fashion, costume designers are very, very important. She's also got a lovely... Her, the pop part in this comes from the back of her coat, which has her face on it. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise! A face of their own <laughs> on their clothing. A drag mm. queen showing vanity. Just uh, give me Janelle Monet vibes in this. And like, it's like Janelle Monet skinned, um, you know, Ronald McDonald's mate Grimace. Yes. And is wearing him. Um, but Grimace does drag. Yeah, I think Jeremy Scott did a very like Muppet fur runway. So it's giving me that sort of vibe. Um, but she looks beautiful. I like how she's doing something different to the others. Very different silhouette. You she's know got what sparkly... she's done differently? She's made it herself. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's wearing a sparkly bodysuit, which isn't always the most elevated thing, but with the fur and all the details, it, it, she looks fantastic. I love her hair. I love the, the curly um, kind of purple kind of... Almost like a flat top, but exaggerated. Yeah. She looks gorgeous. It's like a fade with an Efro. Mm. Mm. Okay, so you like the look? Yes, I do, yeah. I love Trinity K. Bonet's look. Trinity's is probably the most different with a really, really incredibly strong concept there, hasn't she? Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Which she's doing, um, she's conveying an incredibly important message because she's playing tri- paying tribute to people who've fallen because of police brutality and institutionalised racism. Um, but... Um, I guess, you know, like Rue said a few a few weeks ago, she's delivering it in a way that people can hear. Um, and she's conveying it through her art and her fashion. And she looks amazing. It's like the, the kind of yellow and the hair buns and stuff give me Lisa Left Eye Lopez vibes. Um, and I, th- I think the, the coat looks amazing. It looks incredibly well constructed. Everything about this piece is beautiful from her yeah. makeup to the hair puffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a ghetto Chung Lee. She looks stunning. Yeah, and I love it. Um, the, the, the yellow dress and the is very comic. Uh, it's like she's walked out of a comic book mm-hmm. 
with the Black Lives Matter there. Because she's the only one to do, that I've noticed anyway, to do very pop arty, comic kind of book style um, makeup. Type, yeah. yeah. I mean, this this piece is amazing. This look is amazing and I love it. Beautiful. Tom, we've seen the looks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that time of the week where I ask you to tell me who are the tops and bottoms this week. Not only the tops and bottoms, who do you think should go home this week based on this episode? So the runways haven't changed my mind about. We always put, we personally place a lot more importance on performance. Trinity has the best runway, but her snatch game was the worst. Mm-hmm. Very easily. Um, who should be down there with her? Much it pains me to say, it probably does have to be Pandora. Pandora. I do think some of that has to do with edit, and I'm going to stand by that. But from what we saw. The only person who could even vaguely vie for it is probably either Raja, but I think Raja was actually quite solid, or Eureka, because she might be accused of overpowering the others. Mm, so I, okay. I think it could be Pandora or, or Eureka down there with Trinity. The winner this week is going to be Ginger by by the skin of her teeth, because I think that Kylie was right behind her. Well, we've She seen... also gave the surprise factor, so good for her, but this is Ginger's win. In my opinion, we've seen joint snatch mm. game wins before, and okay. I don't think I wouldn't put it past them at this stage to add a bit more interest to the race to create more front runners. Absolutely, okay, fine. If that's how you feel, I think that the bottom is going to be Trinity Cabernet, absolutely, and Pandora. You can't send I, Trinity home though; that'd be no. But, but listen to me. I don't even think Linda, Trinity. Listen, listen. I don't. The, the thing that that I would say is Trinity. I'll be honest. I don't even think you tried. There mm. was a confidence slash arrogance in the way that you tackled a legendary, iconic mm. part of drag race, RuPaul Drag Race, which is the Snatch Game. She didn't try. Let's be very honest. She didn't even try. Like she, like she. I felt like she was just there and was like, ha ha ha, like just enjoying, like not even, not even giving a hoot about how <laughs> she hoot. did. I just she give a did hoot. it. She didn't, and I think that that needs to be discussed here. Um, she is resting on her on laurels, mm. and they're, they're, it's a good place to rest. She's been doing well, but it was cocky. It's an interesting take on it, and I do see where you're coming from. It was, it was, a, it was I, cocky. I could, in contrast, I could tell Pandora was trying her very best, but yeah. felt a bit overwhelmed yeah. in the situation. It was, it was, it was a cocky thing to do. So in, in that's, term, that's all I got to say. In terms of who do I think should go home, which is a part of your question. It would have to be Pandora or, or Eureka. I, I can't send Trinity home. Definitely not. Not with her track record. I think that'd be very unfair. Pandora's going, in my opinion. Mm. Do we want to continue? Are you happy with that? Let's stop. Are you watching. happy for us to continue this episode, Doctor? Let's stop. Come watching. on, let's go. Look, our predictions were right. Okay, so let's. Fast forward. <laughs> the winner this week is Ginger Minj. Ginger Minj. I mean, well we deserved. we absolutely knew that was going to happen. She's a Kylie. Du- double snatch game winner like Bendela Creme. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That is. She's won. She's won. <laughs> also, the bottom two was Trinity and Pandora. So basically, everything that we said. Now, in the deliberation, what I noticed is that Ginger was saying, basically, you're the best track record, but. You could have tried a bit harder, which is kind of what, exactly we were, what you said. Well, yeah, we, you we said, said you felt that. she was resting on her laurels and didn't 
put all she had into the snatch game. And like like you said, really, almost like she was along for the ride. She kind of enjoyed herself, which is what she said. She said, you know, I enjoyed myself. And so, you know, I don't regret it. I noticed a, um, a parallel to season two with Pandora. Now, Pandora said on the stage that, you know, I was put off by Eureka. Eureka. She didn't exactly with, say that. She said that. Um, she said she was trying to wonder how her character would react to Divine. Did she say that on stage? That's what she said on stage. I, I think it's open to interpretation, what what she said. But she said, I was in my head trying to think how she should or I should react to Divine. Okay. She didn't exactly say Divine was off-putting. Clearly, clearly, Eureka interpreted it a bit that way and asked her about it. But then the air was cleared. But I know what it reminds you of. It reminds you of the whole Tyrus, the assassination yes, exactly. of Tyra Sanchez. Of the America's sweetest sweetheart <laughs> that there ever will be and ever is. Which is that we all told Tyra to stop. And then back in um, Antag, you said you all. No, I didn't. And she said, yes, you did. Yes, you did. She said, well, I'm sorry if, if I did. As though she didn't, but she did. So I was just saying there's a disconnect between what she says on stage I think and what she in- says incredibly uncomfortable with, with confrontation. Well, don't so- put yourself in situations where you're confronted then. I'm sorry. Oh. Don't go on to RuPaul's Drag Race, basically. It's very, very, it was very, very hard to go through season two of Drag Race and not get into a confrontation with Tyra Sanchez. Uh, please, just stop. Uh, Tyra a- is a sweetheart. A- she, is, she is a blessing. She's bliss- Can we just have a breather for a moment and acknowledge that the judge this week was Tina Knowles. Tina Knowles? You are one Mother of the house of Derion. away from Beyonce. I can't even tell you what would be going through my mind if Tina Knowles was there, knowing that this birthed Beyonce, <laughs> that you see her, that you, she's on your phone. I, I can just steal your phone and call Beyonce. That is how close I am to Beyonce. You have no idea. You know what? If I knew that Tina was going to be the judge this season, I, in my mind, I'd be like, of, of course Beyonce is going to be watching this. This is the, if, if she's going to watch an episode, it's going to be the episode that her mama was on. So I would have done this the best snitch game of my life <laughs> the best lip sync ever it all this was probably going through trinity's mind because trinity may be as big a beyonce fan as you maybe oh, i mean who doesn't like who does not love beyonce anyway so the lip sync is between um our lovely ginger Minch and, and heidi, heidi and closet. closet let's talk about the lip sync so it's to sheena easton's sugar walls i don't for one second think that heidi in closet is a lip sync assassin i don't think that she when i saw her appear um she's a lovely girl she's a sweet funny lady You'd bring back widow really wouldn't you Ex- there mm. i was gonna say where was widow von du mm. that is a lip sync assassin from season 12 Absolutely. Why was she not given the call? Maybe she's here next week. I hope so. But Heidi Closet is not an obscene assassin. Heidi might be local. Um, Widows in Kansas, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Pandora. Me, sorry, sorry. Pandora. Ginger Minch does what she does well, which is play character and comedy it up. And she made it work She really her. did. And there was a lovely wig reveal from Heidi that actually the wig revealed itself before Heidi did it and it was a bit like oh it's awkward the power of that reveal is gone because it came off accidentally which was I wonder if that put Heidi off a little bit because Sugar Walls is a a sexy you know Prince produced song it's quite similar to to Nasty Girl um by uh Vanity Six um I 
I, th- I think Heidi had a better idea of what the song was about, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed Heidi's performance a lot. I don't know if she's very good at embodying sexy in that way. And so it felt like Ginger's comedic performance came, the thing is you came don't... off better. Think sexy when you think highly in closet. I think cute girl next door. Exactly. Fun, hilarious. Yes. Naturally quite, funny. Like, yeah, like funny, like adorable. Mm. So when to see her do the sexy was a bit like, oh, what do you get? I was like, I wanted to throw a blanket on her. Like, what the hell are you doing? Have some respect for yourself, hide in closet. Cover that gap. Oh, both of them. That's what I felt like. I felt like, oh, girl, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, when you see those little girls in you pageants wearing bikinis? Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. like, girl, okay. stop. <laughs> so that already I was like, oh, yeah, this, no, no. So but in the end, Ginger, uh, her comedic performance came off better and she's now won a total of 50000 She's won 50000 She's won half did of you, the prize did you see money. Trinity shaking her head because Trinity's not won a bean. Oh, gosh. But she did get her second-hand car. She said this week it was on her Insta. Trinity got that second-hand car and a house, I think. Well, Good I'm for just, her. I'm just. Look, congratulations, Ginger! You are now the front runner. Yeah. And I think that's it. That's it. We're What's done. Joint front runner. I think both of both she and Trinity have won two and been in the bottom twice. Off the top of my head. Mm. It's a very very similar track records. Well, we have to give a bit more power to someone who wins the snatch game and also the reading challenge. Yeah. So yeah. and. Ginger Minj has both. Yeah. So Ginger Minj is the front runner. Up there is Trinity. But um, I also think Kylie is surprisingly doing way better than I think anyone thought. Kylie's a really, really strong competitor. Um, Raja's fab. Is, is there an implication that she's losing a bit of steam? She has. She is losing a bit of steam. And Eureka's still not winning anything. And Eureka's just. You Eure- know. They, they, they loved close ups on Eureka's face when she happened to be looking slightly disgruntled this episode. Like every five minutes they cut to her and she'd be like, it could a little have just bit been parenting. a medium close up, but you know, her head's just. <laughs> <laughs> it was just because, like. She was it's like, a long shot. Why are you saying it's a close up? I mean, that's just her body. Wow. They... Fat shaming much? Never would. Never would. Um, you can mock fat people now because, you know, you're. Okay, everyone, look, thank you for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast. Thank you for joining us. You know what to do. If hey, if you got some time and you enjoy what we do, the best thing you can do for us is tell a friend about the podcast and Uh also write a review. Yes, I mean that would mean a lot to us, and we'll read it out on live. It's live podcasting air. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, but join us again next week when we cover some more of RuPaul's Drag Race. This is Bolo. And up to time. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.